Can you hear me? Yep. <laughs> I think I need another earphone because I'm hearing this tapping noise in my ear. Are you hearing that? No. Okay. We're not recording on. Oh, we definitely are. <laughs> Hey, hey, what's going on? I think that we're both uh, still in recovery mode. <laughs> For sure. Um, listeners, these are the same two people. This is still Shay and Dice. Our <laughs> voice is just, uh, yeah. I, just a lower octave. Just, you know. yeah. Some little bit of mannish, but <laughs> in recovery, think I'm coming down with a cold. So <clears throat> please excuse me, listeners, if you hear me sipping water. I feel like we are both coming down with a cold. Yeah. So maybe it was all the germs. It had to be. around at Grist and Biscuits. Look, I don't know. It had to be all the germs because we both sick. So that's got to be what's in common. But at least we had a really, really good time this weekend. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I realized, though, I got to do some squats. Oh so I can, my goodness, uh, girl! Yes, better. look. Let me tell you something. My niece was like, "You're trying it right now, ma'am." Like, please know that the beverages are the only reason why you're coming up right now because <laughs> you' trying to dip it low and bring it back up. Like on a regular sober my day, it's not happening. Was holding on to that. that oh, that oh, for sure. The railing was my best friend because look, <laughs> my niece was not being loyal, so the railing was right there. But for those of you guys. Oh no! What? <laughs> there was a girl next beside me. She was getting her life, and I was just like, "Ooh, ooh, mm. squats, girl." Look, <laughs> she must be getting a man. <laughs> Look, I need to like get in shape, maybe because I'm not used to like going out and partying and dancing all like often. So my body's like, "Ma'am, what are you? <laughs> what are we doing right now?" Like, we're normally in the house chilling in a lounge or in bed. Like, <laughs> this is none of those three. <laughs> girl it was a fun time and those for you who don't know what grits and biscuits is it's basically like i want to say a concert but it's not like a person performing it's like djs and like all they play is like the lit ass down south like music like from back in the day like it's just so lit it like gives you your life like i don't think i sat down for one song or was like i don't know what the hell this is like i literally had a good good time and it's a good crowd it's not rowdy i mean rowdy like dancing to the music rowdy but like you ain't gotta worry about fights no crazy stuff like that so we had a really really good time we showed out and i'm paying for it several days later if any of you motherfuckers had on heels at grits and biscuits your toes are probably in recovery mode look <laughs> thank goodness that we have friends that have gone before because this was our first time this was Shay and Dice first time going so we were newbies but we have friends that have been before so we got the briefing on don't come in there trying to look cute one you're gonna be hot two you're gonna be in pain because like literally the joint was like 17,000 hours long so you're going to yes. <laughs> look, we was worried that it was going to be an hour and it was like, no, we're going to multiply that by five. So you're good. <laughs> and we left early. <laughs> Ma'am. It was a good time. But like, yeah, for those of y'all that was not dressed appropriately and thought y'all was going to come and catch y'all a man in some heels, y'all probably left way early because I know y'all feet no was man. boiling. <laughs> so we are on episode eight now. My favorite number. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> And this week, what we're talking about family drama. Yes. And this has been brought on by all of the drama that we are watching on. Rocks and family values. values. My goodness, my goodness. Not that they haven't had drama any other season, but like it's really coming to a head. For (laughs) sure. But it seems like it's really coming to a head now. Like they out here. going on strike and all type of stuff girl they got the most going on but Iyana's coming to try to fix something look she trying to fix something but looking at the preview she was just as frustrated as our mama Evelyn I don't know I can't wait to see that episode I 
and not wait by the time everyone is listening to this it would be the day mm-hmm. you can watch Iyama and the Braxton's get it in well pause um <laughs> we don't want to see Iyama getting it in I don't I promise I, you I don't <laughs> This is like a, we ain't even gotten the topic yet, but I'm already doing a little sidebar. So mm-hmm. sidebar, uh-huh. Yala was talking about suing Tamar for de- uh, defamation and character character defamation. Well, why? Because what did Tamar say? I guess she's been going around saying Yala full of shit. I mean, but people on the show have said that to Yala's face. Like, people be mad as shit on that show and be like, bitch, fuck this process. What was that girl that dipped? Like, she was about to wreck Ayala. Oh, the kidnap girl. Yeah, she was not here for her shit. Like, yeah. I mean, everybody not going to be moved by the process. You can't just go around suing people because people like, your process is whacking it didn't help me. You can't. I mean. Well, I don't know. Uh, well, family, family drama. Family drama. <laughs> and it seems like family drama, like, on TV sales. Like, I guess because it's such a not popular thing, but something that everybody deals with to a certain extent. Like, it's super, like, the most shows with family drama, like, we talk about Braxton Family Values, then you got just all them family shows that, like, something's going on, whether it's, like, the little ball in the family joint on Facebook Watch with LeVar Ball and his family, mm. and then you want to take it to the uh, the other side, um, the Sister Wives, because they definitely be having drama on that joint. The wives are no oh, longer getting along. I mean... <laughs> Look, they stay tired of sharing old dude. <laughs> Keeping up with the Kardashians. Runs house. Oh, and, and back, back, if you want to take it back, John and K plus eight, honey, they had the most going on. I didn't watch that show. Yeah, that was the Didn't most. Didn't they end up getting a divorce? Yeah, um, John oh, cheated. What? Well, another topic for another day, because, <laughs> I mean... We're going down a whole nother road the right blue. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing about... I don't know about, like, John and Kate, but I know the Braxton's, before the reality show... They seem to, well, what I gather is that they had a really close relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, they were really, really close. And personally, I feel like the reality show has pushed them in the, like, direction that they're in right now. Because I feel like before, Tony was only famous once, so the rest of them, like... Singing in the background. I mean, do I pop up? <laughs> you did. <laughs> but then once they started getting known or whatever, people started feeling themselves and maybe other people were jealous that people were popping off a little bit more than others. I don't know. I'm just speculating. Yeah. But... I feel like the reality show added fuel to a fire that was already a little bit lit because yeah. I feel like they might have been portraying like they had this perfect family, but obviously <laughs> it was a lot going on throughout the years and this reality show put a light on it and I feel like kind of whatever little feelings that was simmering that nobody really knowed about it uh, knew about what is known <laughs> knew about <laughs> <laughs> like it literally just put a magnifying glass and sprinkled some daggone um gas on it but yeah I feel like um I agree with you saying though like how some people kind of started popping off like because I feel like Tamar when I feel like but Tamar was a background singer with the rest of the sisters and because of the show you know with her personality and stuff like that and then she started releasing music she took off and got super, super big. But there are other sisters that ain't really got it popping. I mean, Tracy is probably well known in Baltimore, but she's not really popping. Ma'am. <laughs> was that Shay? It kind of was. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you listen to her new album? No. Oh, okay, well then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> Do you think that the other sisters may be jealous? Um, I do, honestly, especially even though she's off of the doo pop, but I feel like in the beginning, Trina was trying to get her little singing joint popping, and oh, I remember that. Mm. What was her song? I forgot. I don't it know. It was, all I remember, she had on, she had that hand up. She oh, that hand. was her little pose, honey. My girl, what is this? Rhythm Nation? 87? Mm. What? I what need her doing? to sit it all the way down, but maybe... <laughs> Her sisters had to come to Jesus where I was like, babe, that's not where it's at. And so she um go ahead and started opening up them bars, which that's where it's at. Because <laughs> I yeah. know she's collecting coins on that. But yeah, um, and it's Tawanda. I don't know if she ever wanted to do solo Ooh. music. Like, isn't she, excuse me, trying to get her acting together? Or like, isn't that what she's focusing on? 
Yeah, but Tawanda is the one. Tawanda be on Twitter being messy. Like, shut up. She be liking all these tweets that's like about Tamar. And I'm just like, listen, I know y'all beefing, but like, damn, y'all not going to have a united front. Y'all just going. Just you know, I don't know. Right, like y'all, y'all said the heck with the 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 perception of it. It is what it is. But then I, it also make me. I mean, and it's family, so like you can hate each other but love each other. But it's like don't come up in my face and talk about you love me X Y and Z, and then on social media you liking shady posts because we already know what that means when you liking a post about somebody else. It's you're concurring. I right. agree. <laughs> And I don't know why people haven't realized that, like, somebody is out here with no life that's just waiting to take a screenshot of a celebrity liking something. They have sites especially for that. Like, what they do is they look for celebrities on what they comment, what they liking, and they ready to post it and make it a big a big scene. So it makes me feel like you want it to be seen because it's going right. to get caught, especially when in the public you already got something going on anyway with each other. So, like, it's like you want it to be seen. That's how I take it. So we're not celebrities. Mm, not nobody, even close to Not it. even close. Ain't nobody checking for none of our socials. Mm-mm, I However, don't care. How do you handle your family drama? Like, are you one to go online and start venting about it? Do you sit down with your family members and have a conversation? Mm. Or do you just be like, fuck it and not talk to them? So it depends on what it is, and like I'm black, so I have a lot of family drama, and um, no stereotype. It's real, real deal. And uh, I'm gonna keep it real light. I'm not gonna go super deep. Pause, um, because I don't want to piss too many people off that may listen to this podcast in my family. But <clears throat> we have drama in our family, and I, my patience is very low, and I say it all the time. I hate drama in my life, but I would watch it on TV all yes. day long. So when it's in my life, I just can't deal with it. And I usually don't address it probably the way I should. I probably just say, I probably, depending on who it is, I'll probably blow up and get in an argument or just be like, F it. And they no longer exist. But um, like, just to keep it cute, like I have different levels of drama in my family going on right now with me involved personally because I'm not speaking on nobody else. Um, like me and my sister, we're yeah. like, yeah, we're okay. We have sisters, we have different fathers, and we're 25 years apart. She's older than me, and like literally, we haven't really been close like my whole life, honestly. And I think it's it could be the age difference because I literally like. 25 years apart you're all the way got a whole life established when right. I'm born so um we were never really close and you know with me growing up it was a lot of judgment because she was like super into church super religious but on some not let me uplift my people but on some I'm popping because I'm with the Lord and you a <laughs> scrub because you not so it's like you know I got a lot of judgment and stuff like that and I'm talking about at a young age this is like I'm in elementary, junior high school, and I'm getting told on about what I, not told on, but told by my sister, like, oh, well, you sinning, girl, because you shouldn't be doing X, Y, Z. Like, bro. You was like, out here being a heathen. No, <laughs> not at all. One example, perfect example, I was a cheerleader in junior high, high school. This, she had a nerve to tell me that I was sinning because I was a cheerleader. But... Oh. She literally, we went to the same high school. She literally cheered in high school and she was a dancer cheerleader for the Bullets. Yes, it was the Bullets back in the day, which you guys know as the Wizards. It was the Bullets back in the day. And she whole was a daggone cheerleader dancer for them. But I'm sinning. So it was just like so much stuff or whatever. So we've never had a really, really close um, relationship. We kept it cute for my mom. So, you know, we could be around each other. It was like no beef per se at the time. But um, currently, like, we're not speaking at all. I haven't spoke to her and I think it was over a year. It was last year. Um, we were planning my mother, my grandmother's funeral. And people say big events yes, in your family, yes, yes. it causes even more family drama. And with the planning of my grandmother's funeral, it's like all hell broke loose, arguments, stuff was said. And I don't know. I'm at the point where I'm grown. I really don't care if we have a relationship or not because like I say, it's not like we were close at one point and then we kind of fizzled out. It's just like, okay. <laughs> All right. right. And we weren't talking anyway. I know it probably is more of an issue with my mom because her and my mom were close, but 
even my mom has gotten a little bit of uh, dice in her and she's just like, fuck it, I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm not chasing nobody. <laughs> I'm like, won't you tell them, mama? Won't you tell them? <laughs> and then, you know, just stuff like that. And then I also have a brother, an older brother. Yes, I'm the youngest. Um, I have a brother and he's around, but, you know, he's recently married. He got his own stuff going on. And both of my parents are older and I kind of find myself in the role where I'm taking care of my parents, like by myself. So they're older. My dad has health issues. My mom was recently in the hospital. Like I help manage their bills and stuff and pay their bills for them. Not out of my money, obviously. But um, I help basically manage their household because my dad used to do that. But with his health issues, he can't do it. So it's like me and I'm the youngest and I got a whole two other siblings. Right. And I ain't really getting the help that I should be getting. And my brother helps obviously way more than what my sister does because she's just not around at all. But, you know, my brother helps when he can or when he's around. But, yeah, most of my direct family drama comes from me and my siblings. And, yeah, I haven't had any type of sit-down conversations with them. Um, I really don't have the time, the energy. And I I don't want to say I don't give a fuck, but, Yeah. If your I don't think it would do any good. you one day and wanted to talk, would you be open to it? I would be open to talking to her, but like I said, it's not like we had this close relationship and it's something that we got to fix. If anything, I would just be like, let's clear up the whole argument. What was said? If I hurt your feelings, you hurt my feelings or whatever. I think our fallout mainly affected the relationship with me and my nieces more because like my nieces and my nephews are closer in age to me, obviously because me and my sister are so far apart. So with that whole thing with me and my sister getting into it, like, of course my nieces and nephews are taking their mother's side, but I mean, of course they have, kid goggles on and they're not children obviously they're grown adults like all of my nieces and nephews are grown but they're looking at it like they're mom this is my mom so they know her in a mom right mom's mode they don't know her as a sister or any other type of family member. so the relationship that you have with her is totally different than the relationship and experiences that i have with your mother so i'm all for standing behind your mom that's great but don't try to make it seem like my truth and what i know it's not the truth just because you wasn't around to experience it. So it kind of messed up my relationships with them. So I would not say that I would prefer, but I would really, really be open to patching it up just so that I can patch up my relationship with them. Because like I said, it's not like me and my sister was like super close any damn way. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. What, what about you, girl? I got all the drama. <laughs> all the drama. And my drama extends beyond siblings like I have one of my siblings is he's gonna be how old is he gonna be he's gonna be 13 uh oh, this week oh, so, wow. oh yeah because my father was still out here laying <laughs> alone spreading wide I mean I don't All know right. what was he thinking right <laughs> I love my brother but like who was having babies when your oldest was he's, out of the house he like, said it still works <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. Uh, but, and I'm not going to get too deep into it because my sister and I are, you know, we're still trying to get it together. But my my sister, we're five years apart, but um, and she's she's younger. But we didn't grow up knowing that we were sisters. Oh. By the time she knew she was my sister. I was 16 and then four years later I had a baby. So like really, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm 16. I'm, I got my little first job, get my little first car. I'm about to graduate from high school, going to college, got me a little boo. Mm -hmm. I ended up pregnant. Like I was hardly in my own little world. So even when we did finally like meet, I'm sure I wasn't as present. Right, because you had what, your own stuff going on. Right, that's what, so basically I didn't know that at the time, like at the time I thought I was doing everything that I could to try to like establish a relationship with her, but come to find out, she felt like I was in my own world, and mm. I mean like now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like I definitely could see me being in my own bubble at 16, you know right. 16 to 20, I'm sure. Right. But um, so since then, it just hasn't been right, like We'll we'll get in an argument over some dumb shit and we will not speak for years. Wow. It's because like, of the underlying issue. So all it takes is something small 
if you already have an address, you know what I'm saying, what's already there. Yeah, I mean, we got in an argument within 24 hours of me being at her house, wow. like, a month ago. So, it's just, like, when it's real touchy. Um, I'm very much a person, though, that, like, I'm, I cannot talk to you. Like, family, friends, niggas off the street. Like, I can go and not <laughs> speak. Right. And, it, like, I don't, it's weird, because, like, my father, he never wanted me to be that way because right. that's how my mother is so mm-hmm. like if me and my father would get upset uh with each other he would call me in like a day or two and just be like all right girl but you know whatever we over it right but on the flip side of that my mother me and this have been having talked since january of 2017 Sheesh. so like when i say that i can and it's not even that i'm hold, with my mother i'm not even holding on like to a grudge or anything Mm -hmm. it's just that there's been so much drama that I have told like her family that I'm not willing to have a conversation with her unless there is a qualified and licensed professional there because I'm not doing it yeah that's like a mediator yeah I mean honestly I feel like I mean I hope she's not offended if she hears this but my sister and I I feel like we need some some professional help as well because but there shouldn't I, be anything to offend anybody because like especially if you guys want to work on your relationship it's nothing wrong with you know seeing a professional to help mediate certain stuff because you guys might not be communicating where the other person is receiving it the way it's intended to be you know received so having that non-biased person to kind of mediate actually might do amazing amazing things for your relationship for real I mean, that's 90% of the issue that myself, that we just, it's always a miscommunication, but I could see, I could see someone taking offense to that comment, um, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to say it without. (laughs) No, because I I mean, I get it. Like, you don't want it to come off like, we need some help. We just need to go see a professional. I mean, but I just feel like we do. Right, right. And and it's like no shade or it's not like putting either one of you down. It's just it will help speed things along and that help open the lines of communication. Because I'm sure it's probably stuff on your mind or stuff on her mind that, you know, you guys want to say to each other or it, it won't come out right. Or maybe you're just like, I'm not going to say it because this person won't feel this kind of way. But having that neutral person will help probably heal a lot of them wounds quicker. You know what I mean? Yeah, I used to feel like, I used to just be at a point, though, like, even with her, honestly, where I was just like, I'm good. Like, I just, I don't want to deal with drama. Mm -hmm. I definitely don't want to deal with drama with my family. I feel like, you know, your family, you can't choose your family at the end of the day. Unfortunately. You can choose your friends. You can choose the nigga or the woman you're with. You can you can do all that. You cannot choose your family. And so I would love for my family to be closer. I look at other people's families and I'm like, damn, you know, they other people that have sisterly bonds or they have that mother daughter type of relationship. And yeah. sometimes I'm envious. But then on the other hand, it's just like I don't have time to be defending myself over like who I am as a person. Right. Like one of the issues uh that I you know, one of the one of the things I got into with my sister about recently was just that, you know, I don't feel like we ever had that relationship. I don't feel like we ever really got to know each other. And now we're both adults. We're both married. We both have kids. Like, we live... She lives in Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? She yeah, doesn't so live. she's not even, like, around the corner. We can be like, girl, let's go get something to eat real quick. Before then, she was in Georgia. Before then, I think she was in, like, Korea. So, like, oh, wow. when I say that we... Even if we kind of knew each other like as teenagers we definitely don't know each other now as adults yeah y'all totally different people totally different people and so it's just frustrating to have to keep feeling like I'm defending myself because I know who I am as a person but when you have someone that doesn't really know you that well it's easy for them to make assumptions right and that shit kind of pisses me off. And so, like I said, I just be like, well, I mean, I'm good. Like, we don't yeah. have to fucking talk then. I think <laughs> a professional and that, that third 
party would definitely help you guys because it just seems like like you were saying it's just miscommunication or th- you guys aren't receiving it the way it's supposed to be received yeah. for real. definitely with her I think that's all that it is now that mother of mine <laughs> no I'm dead ass and I don't feel no kind con- this is gonna sound so I don't even know if I should say it listeners this is a um just a what am I trying to say I'm sorry I'm sick so my brain isn't going as, as fast as I needed to this is a disclaimer that's what I'm trying to say um there's no judgment and I feel like we say this every week there's no judgment we are talking about our personal experiences and what we've gone through in relationship to stuff that we see on social media and a lot of these reality shows if you don't like what we're saying don't we apologize no I don't apologize because this is our real life so yeah that's a disclaimer yeah it is what it is so I had a conversation with my husband about um, my relationship with my mom. And I guess I said something that was harsh for him because his family, they're very, very close, like very Mm -hmm. close. Right. And um, basically what I said was like, and (laughs) I'm going to just say it and then I'm going to explain it. I'm nervous now because the fact that you... I'm taking your time to say I know, it. Right? I'm like, this must be bad. If my mother died today, oh, no. I would be okay. And then when I say, listen, listen, listen. Okay. okay. And when I say I would be okay, I'm not saying that I would not be sad that my mother died. I would be devastated if my mother died. Right. I'm saying I would be okay with where we're at with our relationship. A lot of people say like, oh, you know, life is you need, you know, you need to make up with your mom because blah, 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 blah. Okay, no. well, that makes sense. It's more like you wouldn't, if something was to happen, you wouldn't have those regrets like, oh, I my gosh, that. like, I should have tried X, Y, and Z. You are good with knowing that you've tried what you can try to repair yes. it and you're at peace with where you guys are at because you've done everything in your power. Everything. So, okay, <laughs> so that makes me feel a lot better because at first I was like, all right, what are we talking about moms being dead? What are we talking about? But yeah, I get yeah, it, man. Yeah. I definitely I'm, get it. I'm not saying that, that like, no. I would okay. definitely feel some kind of way. I'm just saying, like, man, we would be here all day if I went into all the drama between her and I. My yeah, thing is no. just that I'm at a place where, like, I'm good. Like, You're at peace with it all. I'm I'm 100% at peace with it because I know, like, my truth. And I know that my feelings are extremely valid and I know because I'm a mother myself there's nothing for me that my kid could do to, to for me to not speak to her for almost two years right nothing right I can't think of a thing and if the listeners knew why <laughs> the I stuff, was not look speaking, <laughs> look we all in agreement <laughs> like my neck <laughs> mm-hmm. so for me with my family drama the way I handle it is just fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, it's it can be frustrating because, like, outside of your family, like, in the world, whether it's, like, dealing with your friends or in the workplace, you already deal with drama. So it just sucks to have to come home with family drama. But it's so uber freaking normal. Like, I, it's abnormal for someone to be like there's no drama at all in their family you know what i'm saying it's just that some drama is bear more bearable than others some might be some nitpicking stuff like oh my sister always judges me or you know oh my brother doesn't clean up after himself or something like that but like it gets to some points where you hit your limit (laughs) you like enough is enough i know a lot of time it comes to the forefront around you know, not this time of season, but we're getting approaching holiday season. It's like, you know, it's that time of year where you come around family that you normally don't see throughout the rest of the year. So it can bring more anxiety and stress because, like, you're being around these people that might say little slick stuff like, oh, you ain't got a man yet? Oh, okay. All right. I mean, we'll pass <laughs> the mashed potatoes then, but okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, so a lot of times the holiday seasons, people feel anxious and anxiety because they're going to be around the family drama and put in situations that you know they can kind of dance around throughout the the rest of the year but you know what I never I never experienced that whole like family all 
any business like petty drama over Thanksgiving type mm-hmm. thing. Me neither. Because like when um I was growing up, we used to go back to Pittsburgh for the listeners. That's where I was born. That's where a lot of my family is. So we used to go back to Pittsburgh um to go stay at my grandparents' house a lot. But once they passed, we didn't really go up there anymore. Mm-hmm. So like I only really see that part of my family now at funerals. So I don't, now that I'm an adult, like, you know, I see them on Facebook. Like, that's how I keep in contact (laughs) with my family. So outside of my immediate family, I really don't have drama like that. Right. But that's why I guess it sucks that, you know, I feel like my, the little bit of family I do have, you know, like my parents and stuff, I feel like they should be my core. Right. And instead, like, this bitch is one of my biggest headaches. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? I could just talk to some some bitches on the street if I want to deal with this. Right. If I'm trying to beef and not talk to people. Right. Any of these raggedy joints out here. So, I I never experienced that. I have heard stories, though, about right. people going home going home to visit and all the drama people dread like, even going yes. like i don't have none of that like literally holiday season is lit i'm like we about to eat good <laughs> holiday season you spend it with us pretty friends. much pretty much <laughs> my parents I mean, are so much older now like you know back in the day like my parents would do the cooking and like you know but they're older so like they're not cooking anything like pretty much they're coming to my spot and then after that you know they also like all right we had it home baby <laughs> we did eight thanks for the grill we going home and then after that is the the young turn up for the holidays but it's like i never had to experience that you know the the trauma no I don't know nothing about that life. But we see it all the time, like, across the board, no matter how much you make, what color you are, like, everybody got something going on in their family. They might not speak about it, but everybody got some some kind of family drama behind the scenes. Child, does does your family have that person, like, that one person that tries to keep everyone together or tries to, like, try to mitigate the issues? Um, to a certain extent, yeah. My aunt, my my father's sister, um, she's pretty much like the I wouldn't say the peace um maker because she be turning up too, but she's more the one that'll be like, Y'all need to get over it. Um, we having this uh cookout, this gathering, so I expect all y'all to be there. And if you don't, I'm gonna talk shit about you the whole damn so <laughs> you might you might wanna be there to defend yourself. But she, you know, back in the day when we had stuff going on, she would be the person but it's I'm saying it's bad but like a lot of people have died in my family like I'm literally like one of the not one of but like in my overall families I'm I'm among the younger generation of family so so many because my parents had me older like so many people like that word like the core family where we would have like family reunions and gatherings like most of them are dead like most of them have passed already so everybody's chilling everybody's old and chilling at this point like it's just all us taking care of the old folks now so it ain't too much turning up like that's what i'm saying like most of the beef is with my or i don't want to say beef because it's not like i will fight her on site but it's like most of the the issues are like with my siblings and stuff like ain't nothing else going on right i think that well i'm not i'm not really sure because i really don't get into like my cousin's and in, in their lives and stuff like that because I just feel like we don't talk to each other on a consistent basis so like I'm not going to be messy and like, be all in your business <laughs> what are we beefing about I don't even talk right. to you that often <laughs> but my father he knows all the tea about everybody so <laughs> I don't know if dad knows like, all the tea he's yes, the family tea maker <laughs> for sure and I don't know if he's like if he knows all the tea just because he knows he or if he knows all the tea because <laughs> like the mediator so maybe a lot of people come to him like venting about stuff or talking so he gets the tea that way maybe but honestly i feel like that nigga is just nosy and people just (laughs) haven't caught on yet because i'm just like why do you even like why are people still talking to you you don't you don't even live over here because he's the same he's similar to my sister like right now he lives in Washington State, but before then, he lived in an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean that nobody <laughs> even knows the name of. So he still like, was getting all the tea. Still knew all the tea. Like, what? <laughs> Imagine if he was on the East Coast. He would just know everything. He'll I mean. be back 
in like eight months. Oh my god. For good or for visiting? For good. Oh yeah, he's gonna be all up in your business. All in my business. <laughs> like I mm-mm, I ain't got time. And then and he you know what? And he messy. I just thought about it. No, oh. he ain't no damn mediator. Because all he wanna do is bring up old shit. This nigga still be talking about some shit that happened in 06. Mm. He got a yeah. good memory. But he getting old, it's gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna need you not to be counting down for your dad's memory to go out. <laughs> like finally the mess is over. He can't remember shit. <laughs> On my mom's side, unfortunately, we're down to like five people on my mom's side, oh, including wow. me and my daughter. Oh yikes. <laughs> yeah. It's only five of us. Um so when my great uncle passed in December 2016 that's actually what spearheaded the argument <laughs> to my mother and I oh. but when he passed uh, my baby cousin she kind of took over as like the one that's trying to keep everybody together yeah that was the peacemaker and I love her to death um, and I don't mean no harm but she was recently at my mother's house I guess, and she sent me some messages on Snap, and she was like, oh, I'm in your old room, and all these pictures, and this is that and the third, and yeah, your mom is so sad. She wants to speak to y'all, but like, da-da-da-da-da. And I was just like, listen. Linda, listen. Please stop talking about her to me. Like, I know you want to be the peacemaker, and I know you're trying to take over, like, uncle's role, but you cut it out. Whole fuck out of here. With that. <laughs> you like cut it out. Like she's full of shit. I don't know why nobody else is like, like seeing this. But like, and no if... shade if she wanted to work stuff out. She has your number. She can definitely reach out to you. She can contact you. She has my number. She has at least four of my email addresses. Like she has my father's number. She has my baby father's number. She got my husband's number. Like if she really, she tagged me on a post. And she unfriended me. How how do you even still be... How can you tag someone that you're not friends with? Because she's in <laughs> IT. She found some fucking way. She had me unfriended like March 2017. But for Thanksgiving last year, she had me in some bullshit Facebook post. So it's just like, fam. <laughs> so you can tag me, but you can't talk to me. Oh, right. So I had to... I'm not trying to... And that's the thing. My drama is my drama. So I try not to influence anyone with how I feel about someone. Right. So I knew my cousin really, really, really adores my mom. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to like I'm trying not to shit on my mom's name. I'm trying to keep it respectful. But it's just like, boo. This is your experiences with her. (laughs) You don't know this lady the way that I'm telling you this lady is. Yeah. The fact that she's she's in your face crying about not being able to speak to me. And not speak to my daughter because, yes, listeners, I have cut that shit off, too. <laughs> um, but both of our birthdays had literally just passed and no attempts were made. I actually broke down and called her for my daughter's birthday because my daughter was so upset that mm-hmm. she hadn't spoken to her. And she did not answer. She didn't call back. So I'm calling bullshit. Yeah. And again, Iyana will have to come and fix this shit because I'm not doing it. Right. You have definitely threw in a towel and Iyana going to have to come as soon as she leaves the Braxtons and uh, come uh, <laughs> fix y'all. We're going to have to pull out the... Uh, we're going to have to go to the grave sites and try to summon up some spirits from the family. Because oh, I need all the families to be in attendance because I'm not with the shit. Y'all not summoning the ancestors to come help feed, help solve the beef? Like, yeah. no. Yes. Sheesh. That's deep. I'm not with it. I want my whole family to go on Iyala, though. Look, I would tell like, them that. Even, like, my parents. My parents been divorced for, like, 45 years. Like, I want everybody in my family to be on there. Because... That would be a good episode. I'd be watching. I'd be like, mm, girl, what? Like, ooh. The, I'm all... The, here I go with another sidebar. So, depression. We, we have to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So... You know, I've battled that on and off for years. And um, one of my friends says she thinks, you know, how we love to be like unqualified psychologists. Of course. But um, she thinks a lot of my depression, like, is rooted in my relationship with my mom. And I was mm. like, hmm, 
You may be on to something. That's deep. But who knows? Because I ain't spoke to the heifer. Look, I'm about to I'm about to email y'all now. Like y'all need some y'all need some more people for some episodes. Cause look, if y'all bring Keisha Cole's sister on it one more time, y'all must need some new people. Oh, okay, I got a family you. for you. I'm tired of seeing her in solo with the W. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. That is too funny. <laughs> I um with uh also with uh, what am I trying to say? Black fa- black ink. I said black family law. Lord, I'm never ever recording again while I'm sick. I just want to let y'all know this. Like my brain is not functioning. <laughs> I said black family crew, the black ink crew. <laughs> oh, what, uh, Melody. Oh, that too. Like when they had their little um, well, her husband. They had their little spat. But I was mainly talking about um, the sky, and oh, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and her two sons, but that whole situation, like, I kind of really felt bad for her because she had her kids at such a young age, and, you know, she thought she was doing what she should do by giving up her children for adoption so they could have a better life because she knew at the time she couldn't provide for them. So, you know, fast forward, and now she's trying to get into their life, which luckily her youngest son, she was able to, you know, kind of step in and, you know, his... uh adoptive mom I guess that's what you would call her mm-hmm. you know was really receptive and open to like you know letting her be a part of the family and you know getting to be there you know starting a relationship but the oldest son still ain't here for the fuck shit but like no, you said took a picture. Yeah, yeah I was just about to say just like how you were saying like the way they do these reality shows and that they recorded so far in advance social media going to tell everything mm-hmm. because they definitely had a whole ass picture together on the couch so I'm happy that they was able to work that out but with the melody thing that you was talking about about her reaching out to her white side of her family or whatever that was kind of crazy because her cousin did hit her with the I'm kind of busy right now like I'm gonna have to hit you back later so mm-hmm. I wonder how that's gonna play out to see if she gets to meet them are they gonna carry her because according to her they from New Orleans and they racist as hell. So yeah. that's going to be interesting to see how that family drama gets played out. Um, I don't get, I really don't understand family drama though, because it's like, I know, and I, I don't mean to keep talking about this lady, but my mama will now <laughs> make up with some friends, make up with some exes, but won't make up or have a sit down with her. I'm her only child. Like right. she don't have no other pickings, son. Right. Um, that clock, that door is shut and can't. Ain't no more happening. I I don't understand that piece. Like for me, I feel like there are family members that can be toxic. Right. I definitely, definitely feel like family members can be toxic, toxic. And if that's the case, you should cut them off for sure. But I'm just like, you know, sure. if I was all up in your womb playing pause, yeah. but like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I would disagree 100% that I'm the toxic person in this relationship, but I'm, I'm speaking in general, like, right. I, I watch people choose to stay in toxic relationships all the time with people that they have no actual ties to, right. with their men, with their friends, craziness, but can't amend it reason, with your blood. I, I don't know why that is. I don't know why people beef with their family to the extent that they beef with their family. I don't know if it's a situation where they just feel like, oh, because they're blood that they're going to always be there. But people die every day, B. So (laughs) I'm just like, I don't know, like, if it's just some type of comfortable safety net imaginary that they think like, okay, well, the hell with them. Like, I mean, eventually we'll figure it out. But we not a promise you could be gone they could be gone so like if it's somebody that you really love and you really want to piece it up like yeah you know a lot of times family drama is like the hardest to kind of navigate through but even if y'all can come to some type of conclusion to agree to disagree but to just cut somebody off and just be like you know what I'm not talking to you it's like you can still love somebody and respect them from afar but like you know what I mean like we ain't gotta be best friends and talk every day but like are we really going years without talking to each other and we both cool with this like yep. it's tough it's tough but I um read something online which 
I really didn't know, which I wouldn't know because I'm really not a Kobe Bryant fan. But I did <laughs> read that, like, he had some family drama going on with him. Like, um, he actually stopped talking to his parents, like, back, 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 like, probably, like, five or six years ago because they was trying to sell his shit. So, basically, like, you know, he was providing for his, for the most part, for his family. Like, you know, I'm going to buy you a nice house and, you know, because he got money like that. So, why not buy your parents a nice house? Mm-hmm. So, buy his parents a house. And apparently... I don't know if, if, like, it wasn't good enough or they was, like, whatever. They legit put his stuff up for auction, like, championship rings, like, some jerseys and all this stuff. They made almost half a meal off a lot of the stuff. And Kobe ended up having to sue the auction place to get his, like, get stuff back. Like, they literally took it without his, you know, consent. And was like, I'm about to say, your son, my G, like, the man who has all this money and will probably gave you all this money any damn way. Like, why are you even going behind his back to do that? And then I read in the same little, um, little synopsis, little article, that he kind of had a strange relationship with his sisters because, I guess, he was doing a lot of, you know, financial support for them. And, they wasn't really trying to take the money to do something on their own. They were just like, all right, well, you're going to continue to, like, be my salary. Right. Right. And I kind of feel bad, which is saying a lot because I really do not care for Kobe Bryant that I feel bad for him. But it's like, when you're wealthy or you have money, like, is it really your responsibility to take care of your entire family? And if so, like, for how long and to what extent? Because I'm just like, if I was to become a millionaire, Am I supposed to literally take care of my parents, my sisters, my cousins? I bet sister would talk to you then. <laughs> oh, look. Oh, I'm like, look, I just, I just need to let you know, babe. Like, nah, I, I was her. wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> Who was you wrong for? I don't remember, but just know I was all the way wrong. But it's like, how are you supposed to just, like, break them off? Like, I feel like we had a conversation with a friend, and they was like, if they was, I think because we were talking about hitting the lottery one day, and they was like, look, when my folks, when I get the lottery, like, they getting a set amount of money, and that's it. What you do with that block of money, it's on you. If you blow through it, don't come calling me. Or if you're flipping and make millions for you, then so be it. But I'm just wondering, like, in a situation where you have somebody that's making so much money and you might not have came from anything, are you literally supposed to, like, finance everybody's life in it for how long? Like, am I just going to give you, like couple um hundred thousand and be like all right that's you don't ask for no more or do you continue to be like the family atm like it makes you they say more money more problems but like i would be the rudest bitch for real yeah like in the beginning like i would help them out i would give them money but like i'm talking about for them ones that's feeling like i'm supposed to continue to be their salary like no like I didn't have to do this for you, but because I'm in a position, like, you're my family, I love you, so I'm helping you out. But the only people that will be getting constant money from me is my husband, my children, and my parents. Maybe my brother on how he act. But everybody else, you gonna get one lump sum, and y'all gonna get the fuck out of my face. Where was y'all at when I was broke? Y'all wasn't giving me my, y'all wasn't giving me no money, but for sure my parents was. Wait, like, you talking about people outside of your parents and your husband. I'm your talking kids. about like, like aunts, cousins uncles, cousins, nieces, nephews, <laughs> like that. Like I'm not about to be financing your life like whenever you feel like you got a new business plan and you need some money to put down on it. Like, nah, my I G. I just told you I only talked to them half as that funeral. Look. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they probably wouldn't even know you got rich. Like I'm changing everything. What? I'm closing down all social media sites, changing my telephone number. I'm moving. Y'all just like, yo, I heard. No, my chatty patty ass daddy would have been done. Oh, yes. Because he know all the time. Like, yes, my baby mm-hmm. just bought me the new, new, <laughs> got a new house. Yeah. My father told me if he ever wins uh, the lottery, he's going to buy me a house and that's it. Like, he's not giving me any money. He was like, but the house will be paid for. So, you won't have to pay like a rent or a mortgage, so you should have more money. I was kind of lit though. I mean, I could give me a house and a little bit of cash. Yeah, that would be good, but no mortgage is lit. I mean, but I'm his daughter. Damn, he me like the cousins. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't buying no cousin no damn house. I'm ass. the oldest shit. God right? Damn. Can I get yeah. a little, a little extra? 
Because I definitely would look out for my kids. Kids and parents, yeah. I got y'all. And husband, obviously, he, he gonna get it anyway. He's like, we are we are one. <laughs> We're a unit. We are a unit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, kids and parents, that's a no-brainer. Like I said, like, you know, my brother, I help him out, but like, I'm not, like, that whole Kobe situation, like, you're annoyed with me because I'm annoyed that I'm continually to funnel money to you, like, and you're not even taking it to try to do something, so it's not like I'm taking this mis- um this money to start a business and maybe it's a failing business. I'm like, you legit just like, yeah, I'm Kobe's sister, so like, let me hold something. Like, child, love. I can see him beefing with his family over that, though. Like, celebrities, the kind of stuff they be beefing over, I get it. It's usually always around surrounding money. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that. Greedy um, family that, that that ain't talked to you in years, like fathers that didn't abandon their son. And then they, oh, you in the NBA? My man, like, did my jeans right there. Like, no, sir, where you our been? Our shit, though, on our broker level, be some dumb shit, though. Like, <laughs> legit. It be some dumb shit. Or it be like $50, like, so you mad over $50 for years? Oh, true. <laughs> you ain't talked to me in the last 15 years because I, right. I didn't give you the $15 back. Right. Oh, okay. Because you ain't had no gas money. Right. Like, I, I need I you. Know. We will hold on to some grudges. Like, we will be beefing with somebody for so long that we forget what the root of the issue is. We just like, all I know is that bitch was talking slick and I don't take no shit. Like, oh. Okay. Do you know anyone that's been like disowned from their family, kind of like Melody's mom was? Mm, disowned? Nah, that's tough. Like, nah. Like, that's. I have like, that's an old co worker that was disowned. Like, like disowned. what? Like, why? How do you disown someone? Oh, uh, she married someone that they did not approve of. Was it like she, religion or race or something? It was some classism type shit, which really mm. didn't really make sense because. I mean, she was ghetto as shit to me. Or maybe she just, like, maybe he rubbed off on her. And so, <laughs> that's what it was. But, like, I didn't get it. Like, because I was just like, oh, well, y'all seem like two peas in a ghetto-ass spot. But I don't know. Um, I guess our family, like, were upper class. I don't know. But she said that basically, like, when she met him. Oh, have you seen that horrible Tyler Perry movie? Um uh, the one that has Taraji P. Henson in it. Yeah, when she was messing with the little Adam dude, Adam Rodriguez. That one. No, 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 no. The the recent one. What is oh, it no. called? I ain't seen no recent joints. Girl, you ain't missing nothing. Well, it, basically <laughs> in it, it's kind of like what I was explaining. Like, her family had a little bit of money. You know what I'm saying? So they wanted her to marry a bit of money. And she married, like, the brokers of the broke joint. Oh, Lord Jesus. I mean, mm. no shade. Right. But yeah. And so they were not fucking with it. And like she got pregnant and then she snuck off and she eloped. And so like they just own her and she hasn't spoken to them in like 10 years. Yo, so that's wild. Like people dead ass do not be fucking with their family. Wow. Yeah. Flame. And in fact, it is, like I was saying earlier, it doesn't really matter what your race is. Like, it's, uh, I feel like it happens even more often, like on that disowning shit for like wealthier and other um like races. They'll be like, "Look, you only marrying. Look, I'm we Indian. You only marrying Indians, and that is what it is. And like you come in here with Keith from uh C Pleasant, <laughs> <laughs> they gonna be like, I thought I told you, <laughs> and like yeah, like a lot of time it's a part of their culture, and." Mm-mm. They'll disown you real quick. That's tough. Yeah, I'm, I never personally knew anybody that got, like, disowned. Like, that's tough. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm. Like I was saying, family relationships can be, you know, the, the hardest or the roughest the, and, and tricky to navigate because at the end of the day, you still love these people, but, like, your feelings are your feelings, and you're not going to be disrespected by anybody whether they blood or not. So it can kind of be tricky to try to patch up those relationships and fix things but like I say you can love them and respect them from afar and I saw this quote it kind of like sums up everything really really good it said you are responsible for the energy that you allow in your life and yes even from your family so if you want from your your family family. so (laughs) if you want positive vibes we ain't just talking about your friends it's family too you just because they're blood they don't have to be in your life they're bringing negative energy and they're doing all that yes in a perfect world you will want to piece it up but until they're on some positive 
really trying to piece it up, you don't have to have that neg- negative energy in your life. Because at the end of the day, it's your life and you're going to be carrying that emotional baggage and stress for what? And there it is. And that's a word. Was there any good tea this past week? Because I feel like it was dry out here in these streets. Yeah, I don't think nothing really. Oh, there is some good tea. tea. I have something for tea time. Got a lovely message um, to the Chatty Patties today that we are now available on iHeartRadio. So add that to your list of ways that you can listen to us. If you guys have the iHeartRadio app, you can now check us out there as well. So that is my tea. But I don't know. I don't think anything else really was going on this week. Like you said, I think it was a slow week. Basically. Or maybe oh. I'm just sick and I can't think. Nah, I I I looked. I was just <laughs> like, maybe maybe she heard something. I don't know. <laughs> nah, that's that's all I got. <laughs> so what's one bad thing that happened this week you wanna let go of? I wanna let go of this cold. This cold. <laughs> that's too easy. Pick something else. No, I'm sick. And I don't like being sick. Well, I wanna well, let it go. Well, that's I wanna not... let it go. Okay, what's what was one good thing that happened last week? Um, that oh. you want to highlight? So my boo, my son, started daycare last week. Yeah. It was his first week of daycare, and it went good. It was a success. The first day was amazing. Like, all of the teachers, like, love him. He's just, like, <sighs> they love him to death. But the second day, dropping him off, it was a little rough. He um, caught on that I would actually be leaving. So he, he was like, well, no, no, no. I remember yesterday. It was all cute. You tried to deter me with these toys. But uh, I remember you was gone for several hours. And you left me with these people. Um, I don't know them. But they had nice food and uh, games. So I stayed. But he knew the next morning, like, oh, no. So I had to deal with the whole he was crying when I was leaving and it was like really heartbreaking because I didn't have to deal with that with my daughter because my daughter was in daycare from like the moment I got off of maternity leave. So she was really close with the people at the daycare. So she gave no fucks no if fucks I was leaving now. She was just like, all right, bitch, bye. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's time for breakfast. What you mean? Leave. But him, he was just like, ma'am. So that was really hard for me that day because he was like literally screaming and crying and trying to reach for me. And the teacher's like, you know, holding him like, hey, let's look over here. And he's just like, ma'am, look, I'm trying to call for my mom and she's walking out the door. But um, they say, you know, after I left, he calmed down. But I'm just excited that week one is in the books and he did a really, really, really good job. And I'm excited. So what's one good thing you want to speak into existence for this next week? I want to speak good health. Girl, this is, <laughs> you know what? Next week, you're going to have to think about some shit. You get a pass this week because you're sick. Because I'm sick. My brain don't work. I'm pitiful. Okay. What about you? Something bad. Fuck my job. I'm tired of them. I'm on USA Jobs every day. <laughs> I need a new job. I done transferred my job stresses onto you. <laughs> I done let so mine sick. go. You done picked it up. You you know the uh, Instagram post I tagged you in? Yes. Uh, so what's her name on there? Is it that girl, J. Cole? Yes. She on, is hilarious. On Instagram, she has a post where she is praying to God about not having to go to work tomorrow. Uh, you know, how she'd rather be a roach because roaches don't got to <laughs> work. They don't got to they don't gotta buy groceries. None of that. All no, that. No lie. I was sitting in the car that morning in my parking lot looking at my building like, I got to go on this raggedy motherfucker again. Like, why, Lord? <laughs> like, why am I here again? And I was scrolling and I saw that and it was a word. And I don't know what's about to happen with my life, but it's not going to be that motherfucking place for too long. I know that's right. So I want to let that go. I know um, that's right. I'll <laughs> let that go in the next week. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing last week. Uh, shit. What was the. <laughs> I said shit. What was Oh, something good. I stuck to my diet last week. Oh, good week. job. That was good. Saturday, I went in. No, I had buffalo wings and alcohol, mm-hmm. and it was great. It was amazing. And then for this week, 
I just want to get my attitude readjusted because I'm just really not here for like anything at my job. Like even the people, and I don't even necessarily have an issue with anybody. It's just that I'm tired of seeing their face. I'm tired of being in that place. It's ugly there. You just be walking in the door frowning like, "Mm." I didn't even speak to anybody at work today. Ma'am, I need you to get your attitude together. I said hello, and then I went in my cubicle, and I shut my door. (laughs) And that was it for the day. I got a lot of work done, though. It was peaceful. Right. You were productive. That's what I want for the next week, just for me to get my attitude together um, I would love to just find me a job that pays more that I love. I want to love my job. Yeah. Because I, sure. was, I was looking at my retirement date. I have a lot of uh, years left. That's why we need you listeners to tell a friend to tell a friend because we love doing this podcast. And if we could get paid for doing it, then we could leave these jobs that we bore you about talking about. How about that? How about that? Now that's a word. <laughs> so y'all make sure that y'all tell your friends to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at the Chatty Patties. Our email address is thechattypatties at yahoo.com. Let us know how you're feeling about our topics. Uh, let us know, I don't know, a story about maybe your ass got this on recently. You want exactly. to <laughs> Let us know. I know you guys listening. A lot of y'all say that while you listening, you talking back to us like we having one old conversation. We'll go ahead and jump on the um, Instagram or even Twitter and hit us up and let us know what you're thinking and tell us some of your stories about what you're going through. All right. All right. And we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.